Hey, welcome back to Disabled Black Chick, where we talk about all things disability, mental health, and travel. I am the host, Sierra Gervier, and I took a, another hiatus <laughs> um, that was well needed. Uh, I've been traveling to Chicago, to my home city where I'm from, just to be present with friends with family and to kind of reconnect because I only I come back to the states every year every summer typically uh, there was one year that I did go back twice a year which was in the summer and for Christmas and while I was unpacking some of my stuff when I arrived in Chicago I just thought about how annoying frustrating painful it is to carry not just my luggage but my prosthetic bags and so on today's episode I want to touch on that on the ugly side of being disabled specifically someone that is an amputee like me so yeah so this episode I kind of want to dedicate more and lean uh, in towards disability I know I've touched heavily on travel when I travel with my legs, I have in total, I want to say I haven't counted recently, but I want to say I have about 10 or 11 prosthetic legs. And I can get in, kind of talk about this in more detail in another episode about how this was possible. But I can say in short that I'm extremely grateful and blessed, incredibly blessed to have these many prosthetics um, and the prosthetics prosthetist that I do have and I see um, every year every time I come to the United States. So as far as the legs go, why do I lug all of my legs around whenever I travel? Why don't I just take one leg and then, you know, call it a day? All of my legs that I use have a specific purpose. Um, just like when you travel, you will carry gym shoes with you or when you travel, you will carry high heels or the uh, I don't know, um, cowboy boots or whatever um, to kind of change things up. For me, those are legs. So I have a specific leg for the gym. I have a specific leg for running um, long distance, a short distance, meaning sprinting. Um, I have a leg for swimming. So these are the legs that I will need depending on the activity that I am going to participate in. So typically when I travel on the airplane um, and I'm doing long distance travel, I will bring the leg that I have on my body. <laughs> so the leg that I'm the prosthetic that I've changed in into and I will bring my gym leg and then also a running leg because I like to, to run and be active. If I'm doing more of a shorter type of travel, then I would typically have um, just one leg, the leg that is on my body. So that would typically be my gym leg. I can walk longer distance. It feels more comfortable. Um, you know, that's the leg that I will carry if I'm traveling shorter distances uh, maybe to from Spain to France or, you know, somewhere in that region. Um, that is what I carry with me. So I want to talk about like all things disability specifically that's aimed towards my disability and what I've experienced personally. And so we kind of touched on legs and how how much of a pain that is for me to travel and to carry 
baseball bag, baseball bat bags <laughs> full of legs. And, you know, just how much it weighs down on my shoulders when I'm traveling. You know, we've touched on that. But then I want to talk about some of the uncomfortable stares that I get from strangers and how much of a cultural difference I see with that pertains to my disability when it comes to traveling to countries outside of the United States. Now, sometimes in the States, I do get stares from people, but it's more Americans are a lot more um, approachable when it comes to those things. Uh, we do in general participate in a lot of small talk. So, you know, being that that is a part of the culture, I do get people that will come up to me and just ask me like, hey, what happened? Or hey, your legs are so cool. Instead of just staring like, yes, people will look. Um, and if they don't have the opportunity to ask me a question, you know, maybe they're just driving past and they're just staring, they'll look away if I if we catch eyes together. Um, but for the most part, I do get from Americans and foreigners that are living in the United States that will ask me questions um, just based off of curiosity, which I think is pretty cool. But the other thing that I've noticed was when I travel to foreign countries um, in the Caribbean uh, and also in Europe, I do get... Uh, I do get stares in the Caribbean. I've gotten stares in the Caribbean, but I still get that sense of familiarity where people feel comfortable to approach me to ask me questions. But in Europe, um, I just get the stares. Specifically in Spain, people will just stare <laughs> and not, you know, smile or, you know, wave or some other gesture to symbolize that, you know, I'm not trying to be rude, but um, I do get a lot of just blank stares, uh, you know, a very flat um, face, facial expression from, from these people. So to me, I have to get accustomed to that because, you know, automatically that it feels rude. It feels rude. But, you know, I try not to let it get to me. And I just try to understand that this is a different culture than what I'm accustomed to from the United States. So regardless, I do get the infamous question, what happened um, when people are very curious about my legs? And it's understandable that, you know, people are just like, how did this happen to this girl? Was she in the military? Was it a shark attack? Was it, you know, an infection? What happened? And so depending on the mood that I'm in, I will disclose my entire story to someone. But you know, again, it depends on how I feel because sometimes I'm just not in the mood to talk about this story. And it's not sad or anything. It doesn't hurt me anymore. I've absolutely gone through it, felt it, and moved past towards uh, my, my the cancer that I had and the amputation and everything that came with it. Um, so it's not the fact that, you know, I don't want to, you know, reopen those those wounds it's the fact that if I'm just not in the mood I just I don't want to talk about it and so some people respect that some people give me the little stank face um like how rude of me to not disclose my medical story or my medical history so I do get those sometimes but for the most part if I'm not in the mood people do just accept it as it is and apologize which you know that's not what I'm looking for but it's it's nice to to hear that but um 
I do kind of just tell them, you know, it's a personal thing. I kind of don't want to touch in, in into that topic right now. And they'll respectfully respond and say, okay. So I kind of want to touch on some of the things that annoys me when it comes to clothes and putting on cute clothes and some of the clothes that I just cannot, I don't feel comfortable wearing anymore that I did than I did when I was fully able-bodied. And those are leggings and some skinny jeans. Um, in the beginning, leggings, they just looked weird to me unless I wore my cosmetic leg. And my cosmetic leg gives me like the quote unquote normal look as a real leg. So it's a prosthetic that has a silicone covering and it looks like I have a calf. So it looks like I'm wearing uh, it's close enough to a real leg. So when I would wear leggings in the beginning of my, you know, after my amputation, I would only exclusively wear those leggings or those, uh, that prosthetic with those leggings, with leggings in general. Um, but now I don't, I don't care. I'll wear my leg with the pylon, meaning like the little silver pole, um, in the foot. And I'm okay with that. Uh, skinny jeans was a pain as well in the beginning because it just looks so weird on one side of my leg than compared to my sound side or my quote unquote normal side. So those are two things that bothered me in the beginning. But now, um, depending on the brand of the skinny jeans and the leggings, um, I will probably opt out of wearing those. But for the most part, like I just have to figure out the, the best fit for prosthet for skinny jeans that'll fit my prosthetics and is uh, with the leggings as well. Another question that I would typically get with my when it comes to my disability is how do I sleep? Do I sleep with my prosthetic leg? And the answer is no. Uh, I described what it feels like, how it what it feels like to wear a prosthetic all day. Not all day, because sometimes most of the time, I want to say 90% of the time, I forget that I have a prosthetic leg on. And it's not until I take it off that I feel so relieved. It is like taking off your bra, your tight bra at the end of the day and just feeling relaxed. That's what it feels like for me. Like when you're wearing a bra all day, you don't remember that you're wearing it until you take it off, right? So that's how I feel with my prosthetic. It is like taking off a thigh length boot and just 
feeling the air hit my skin for the first time after wearing it all day. So in short, no, I don't wear my prosthetic to bed. It will feel very uncomfortable. It will probably weigh heavy on my residual leg and um, possibly cause pain with my neuroma. And um, I have an aroma in my residual leg and an aroma is a benign tumor in my leg that was caused by the nerves just bundling together at the distal end of my my residual leg so um i do think that that would kind of bother my leg a lot if i wore my prosthetic to bed another frequent question that i would get was do you ever feel depressed or have you ever felt depressed after losing your leg? And in short, the answer is yes. Um, not only it was a combination of things, it was a combination of what I was experiencing in my life at that moment. Um, and, you know, going through uh, the process of getting the news of uh, cancer and then immediately after that, shortly after that, I want to say about a month after being diagnosed, having the amputation. So everything was such a shock to my system. And yeah, I fell into a very deep depression and got out of it um, with therapy, which, you know, one of the reasons why I am a proud advocate um, for mental health support. But yes, I did fall into a very deep depression. Um, shortly after my amputation. Another FAQ that I would typically get from people um, once I share my story is, are you happy? Um, I am now. I am happy. I'm living a good life right now. That doesn't mean that I don't experience any ups and downs in my life, but I've learned to practice gratitude, learned to meditate on the good that I have um, within my life and the people and the fact that I can love. So just in general, practicing gratitude daily um, keeps me grounded and keeps me, um, gives me a reminder of what I have access to and how much I should feel grateful for the life that I have right now and to take advantage of my life. So in general, yes, I am very happy. I am living a, I'm living a good life. I can say that. This last question that I would typically get from people is what is your daily routine with your leg? So in short, when I wake up in the morning, I put on my prosthetic. Obviously, that's the first thing I do. You know, then I get my day started being that I'm getting work done or Going to the gym, that is typically my first thing that I do actually is go to the gym, take a shower. I shower without my leg. I take my leg off. I use a shower chair or I just sit in on the floor, depending on whose shower it is. If it's my shower, I will sit on the floor if I, if I want to. <laughs> but uh, typically I'll use like a stool or a uh, a shower chair to take a shower and then, you know, put my leg back on. I definitely moisturize my, my, the skin on my residual leg because, you know, it's in this prosthetic all day. So that's important. And then I go on with my regular day. And then, of course, at, at the end of the day, I'll take my leg off before bed. One thing that I do, I like to do, 
is if I have to go to the bathroom at two o'clock in the morning, I will use my crutches to go to the bathroom. It's just easier, quicker. I won't lose any sleep versus if I had to put on my prosthetic to go to the bathroom, then come back, take it off. You know, it's taking more time and, you know, I will most likely be awake for the rest of the night, which, you know, it's not a good thing. So I like to use my crutches when I have to go to the bathroom two o'clock in the morning and then, you know, do the same thing all over again, wake up, put on my prosthetic. So make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. And if you have any questions regarding all things disability, travel, and mental health, you can email me at thedisabledchick at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E-D-I-S-A-B-L-E-D-C-H-I-C-K at gmail.com. I am looking forward to hearing your questions, your concerns, any responses via email. And see you in the next episode. Ciao.